Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Upvoted No Sleep, where OP Blair Daniels writes, I was driving through rural New Jersey when I saw him, a hitchhiker, standing by the side of the road, surprisingly well-dressed, black suit, slicked back hair, narrow briefcase. Now, I know I shouldn't pick up hitchhikers, but I'm 6'4", 230 pounds with all kinds of hunting equipment in the back of my truck. It's not like this prissy businessman is going to beat me to death and leave me on the side of the road. Besides, I need gas money. Hey man, I said, pulling over to the side of the road. I'll give you a lift if you pay me for gas. Of course, he said in a polite, almost British accent. He reached for his wallet and he pulled out three crisp $20 bills. It's enough? I grinned. <laughs> That's way more than enough. I greedily snatched the money from him and I clicked the locks. Get in, bud. He climbed in. His blue eyes shifted from the crumpled Wendy's wrapper on the dashboard to the mysterious sticky goo on the middle console. Sorry, the car's not clean. I'm going hunting. I said, turning back onto the highway. Hunting? Interesting he said, in a strangely enthusiastic tone. Have you always liked to hunt? No, it's the funniest thing. I never thought I'd ever hunt. I love animals, got three dogs at home. But there are so many deer around these parts. When the winter comes, a lot of them starve to death, not to mention all the car accidents they cause. I trailed off and we fell into uncomfortable silence. Just hunting for the day then. No, my buddy Matt and I will be out there the whole weekend. He let out a laugh. <laughs> the whole weekend? Oh, your wife's a saint for letting you go. My wife? How did he... But then my eyes fell on the steering wheel and the silver ring on my finger. Ha! <laughs> yeah, Mary's a doll. She's actually pregnant, you know. Five months with a little girl. He gave me a crooked smile. A girl? Huh. Yeah. 
I could feel him staring at me long after we'd fallen into silence. It made me feel uncomfortable. I clicked on the radio. How did you meet Matt? He asked, fiddling with the dial. All that came through was static. That's a weird question, I thought. Um, he and Mary were close friends, so when we got married, I got to know him well. Mm Mm-hmm, the man said. He stroked his chin thoughtfully, and I was suddenly reminded of a psychiatrist. Are you a psychiatrist? I blurted out. He laughed. (laughs) Definitely not. I work in finance. What type of finance? It was my turn to ask the questions now. Futures, he replied noncommittally. I glanced over at him. A small smile was on his lips, and I noticed his fingers had gravitated from his lap to the briefcase at his feet. My heart began to pound. Click, click. He undid the clasps. The case creaked open. What's in your briefcase? I asked. Work. What kind of... His long fingers disappeared into the darkness of the case. He was pulling something out. My body began to seize up. I have a lot of hunting equipment back there, I said. So you better not be... I stopped. (laughs) He was only pulling out a sheet of paper. For a few minutes, he was quiet, reading the paper, intently and silently, as if his life depended on it. His fingers slid over it as they traced the text, and then he slipped it back into the case and snapped it shut. What was he reading? I thought. But before I could get the question out, he turned towards me. I could barely see his face in my peripheral vision, but I knew he was staring at me for minutes on end. And then he broke the silence. Don't go hunting, he said, his ice-blue eyes boring into me. What? Turn the car around. Go home to Mary. What? She needs you. He paused. Madeline needs you. I paled. I never told him we were going to name our baby Madeline. How did you... He's going to make it look like an accident. He said, his voice gravelly and halting. Just a simple hunting accident. The most punishment he'll endure is 35 minutes in the police station, writing out his statement. But let me off at that diner up ahead. I like their cob salad very much. (laughs) Matt's gonna kill me? What are you talking about? He turned to me, eyes wide. What are you talking about? About what you just said. All I said is I'd like you to let me off at the diner, please. He pointed to the exit, curving off the highway. You're going to miss it if you don't slow down. With a shaking hand, I I clicked on my blinker, pulled off the exit into the parking lot. My heart pounded in time with the click-click-clicks of the cooling engine. (sighs) Thank you for the ride, he said, pulling his briefcase out with him. Have a good drive, will you? I couldn't squeak out a reply before the door slammed shut. I I didn't believe him. 
but my nerves were too shot to continue the trip either. I texted Matt that I was sick. and turned around and went home to Mary. Mary was thrilled. Matt was disappointed. A little too disappointed, if you ask me. A month later, after ignoring most of Matt's calls and texts, which became increasingly frequent and desperate, I heard a faint thumping noise at the door. When I flicked on the porch light, there was Matt, hunched over our doorknob, holding a lockpick. We called the police. Since then, life's been great. Just a few months later, our wonderful little Madeline was born. And as soon as we got back from the hospital on our doorstep was a little teddy bear. A pink bow sewed on its head. There wasn't a return address or a card of any kind. But I think I know who it's from. And that was an upvoted No Sleep Story by O.P. Blair Daniels. And if you'd like to read more from Blair Daniels, check out her book, You Can't Hide, on Amazon. Sweet dreams.